Yay. Yay. Excellent. Excellent. Welcome, everybody, on this rather warm Friday evening. Um, this week, we are doing the same. We are doing our back to work. I think this is episode three, I think, guys, for our webinars. Um, hope you've all had a good week. We've got the usual culprits on the panel, myself, Carl, Will, and I'm delighted to say that we are joined by Martin this evening. Martin, thank you very, very much. Well, pleasure to be here. Fabulous. I'm going to jump straight in, guys, and I'm going to grab Mr. Murphy and ask you how your week has been this week. Uh, yeah, my week's been pretty busy, which is obviously a relative term now, isn't it? Because sort of one examination and a you know an occlusal amalgam can be can be busy can't it so but anyway uh monday i did some fit testing as you know i've become very popular since i've got my little <laughs> certificate for uh for testing masks so i did a friend's uh friend's practice there so that was all fine wednesday i was back down in harpenden um placing implants yay so yeah oh, at last, at yeah. last. Man, yeah yeah so that was that was all good and uh today i drove down to bristol to get my daughter and bring her back from university so that's uh yeah two of my children have finished university i know what you're thinking too young mate no way you didn't i knew you were about to say it yeah, yes I'm... it's just about to trip off my tongue <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys you're very kind and um yeah bit of a Bit of a surgical in the afternoon so actually i feel like i need a holiday now to be honest you know just <laughs> maybe a three-month sabbatical or something like that you know yeah. i could recommend a couple of beaches yeah. <laughs> are you finding that your stamina has gone like when yeah. you when you're about Careful, you know, after lunch about three o'clock you're just sat there going okay this is actually quite hard work are you finding yeah. the same thing yeah i am i'm a little bit like thank you know that's you know so yeah we've got to work back up to that haven't we i think yeah yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that was uh yeah, that was that was that was my week in a nutshell. And the staff still comfortable well? They're getting used to all the new processes. Yeah, I I think I, I sort of repeat myself in, in in that, you know, you're you're having to think in a new way now, you know, from the patient journey to the you know, is this an aerosol, isn't it an aerosol, and so on and so forth. And right, let's put all our kit on in the same way, which I'm sure you'll find, Martin, for any implant procedure, you know, it's all, <laughs> it's old news, isn't it, really? It's just slightly funkier masks that we're putting on. So, yeah, that's all been good. Staff are very relaxed and, you know, just, yeah, it's all starting to feel a bit more, a bit more normal. So yeah. I don't, don't know how you're finding it, Martin. Um, it, it, it is, but we're, we're still kind of tripping around one another during during the different parts. And I think it's the middle of a procedure when you kind of look around, you think, oh, you might need to use a drill here. Okay, what do you need to do? This might be, you know, it wasn't going to be an AGP, but it is now an AGP. Yeah. And then suddenly you have to, kind of, like you say, think in a different way is, is the important bit of it. Um, varies between some of the girls. Some of them have been excellent and others of them are still getting used to it that's because they've come back at different times the ones who are just in you kind of see i'm almost like what i've got to do all this and where are these gowns and these masks and the ones who've been there for a while are really really relaxed so it's it's it, it varies between people really it varies mm -hmm. between people is what i'd say in our practice 
And the response from your patients, Martin, has been positive? Generally positive. I mean, we, at the beginning, we, we are still charging a small fee for PPE because when we went out and bought, I think, three washing machines, like 50 gowns, you know, loads of masks at, at ridiculous rates. We just sat there, you know, having not earned money for 10 weeks. So we, we, we passed that bit on. So that, that's probably been the hardest thing is that discussion because the patients think, hang on, it's for PPE. That's just one disposable mask. But you have to explain that it's the whole process that has changed. So that, that's really where I think our difficulty has been is the extended times mean, for instance, an orthodontist who used to take 15 minutes now has to take half an hour. You know, so it, it does have an impact, but it's trying to explain that to people who don't see the impact. Um, yeah. A lot of them have been very grateful because they know that we have made the effort to open yeah. despite all of the barriers that we've been through. And that's been very nice, you know, and, you know, them going, oh, I'm glad you're open. You know, some of our referring practices haven't opened yet. So we've got we've helped them with some of their patients and sent them back afterwards. So that, that bit has been good, but generally very positive from the patients. Fantastic. That's great. Really good. And the receptionists, Will and, and Martin, your receptionists, they're handling the calls okay as they're coming through? Yeah. Um, we've sort of kind of started slowly, although we're, we're getting back into doing treatment, we're trying to make time so that the staff can have a little bit of a concentrated time looking through the book, kind of going back for people who've slipped through the net, dealing with the new inquiries. We had quite a lot of um, online inquiries. We've got online forms. So people are almost assuming that uh, the front desk phone system may be off. And so we we're getting a lot of online inquiries. So it's just sort of putting that all together. But so far, you know, the, the staff has been great. Everybody's has coped really well. Fantastic. And Carl, uh, our week this week, I know we were back in clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not not, not paced yet. But no. um, yeah, it was interesting. There was two practices that had started back. So I'd already been into one of them and been through the process. So with the new screens and as Martin was saying, a few staff had come in and a few hadn't. Some of them are still shielding. Um, one of them has failed every single, every <laughs> single mask. Have you, have you not sent them to Will? Have you not sent Will up there? He'll sort that out. Yeah, yeah come, come to me. Come to my t- bit of epoxy resin around the mask. Yeah, yeah you've got um, to keep two thumbs on here for the whole process. <laughs> I didn't say that. That was a joke. <laughs> but uh, I mean, interestingly, one of the one of the patients was uh, a, a medical practitioner and we're sort of hearing and lots of conversations about how frustrated we are with the lack of direction and she said exactly the same that that they aren't really receiving a lot of guidance or or anything in fact i started to do my normal whinge and then she come on yeah she kind of you know what actually fair play so that was quite good having a that kind of you know, you don't feel like you're the only profession that's being, uh, is the word dumped on, um, <laughs> politely, um, and going going through all these hoops that they are probably in a similar situation and they, they're in, they've been in the dark for maybe a similar amount of time and it's difficult for others as well. So I think everybody is sort of finding the feet, like you guys said. Uh, and the other practice, um, it was nice to, to see them. I didn't see all the stuff again. Not all of them are in. Um, they've got the 
the shielding up and they've had to modify that slightly because there was a little gap where the patients were popping their head through <laughs> to make sure that they could spread the disease yeah. onto the receptionist yeah. a little bit more effectively. Yeah, just to make sure you get it behind the shield so it, you know, it stays there and kind of lingers. Yeah. Yeah. Those shields, they get in the way, you know? Yeah. Do you know what? I think we've, we've stumbled across a new hot topic uh, at last because we spent a lot of time, didn't we, talking about sort of mask and, and aerosols and when's an aerosol, not an aerosol and all this sort of stuff. You know, we've, we've spent hours on that. I think the new hot topic uh, may well be PPE charges. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've noticed like a little, you know, ooh, so, ooh, they're charging, ooh, you know, so there's almost like this sort of moral guideline coming out about, you know, what you can and, and what you can't charge. I think in particular, um, one of the corporates is probably setting the standard on that car. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, they, they are charging uh, for PPE um, to um, certain patients of uh, a certain service uh, <laughs> and they're not charging the others they're disseminating it between the associates or yeah so it's it's an interesting concept um but i i think that it has to be passed on unfortunately um you can't yeah. absorb it exactly what martin was saying i mean at the end of the day it's a business and as lovely as it would be to offer everything and, and make no changes it's changed it's changed fundamentally and there isn't there hasn't been any income coming in and to no. survive that you've got to adapt and what's a reasonable the, sorry about it i yeah. think the hard thing is we're just so used to an environment where i think the the costs you charge and not changing the price is so linked with your you know everyone doesn't want to be that dodgy dentist who put the price up after the yeah. implant went in yeah. and this ended up more so we almost feel like i have to stick to this price because i've said it because that means that i'm an honest person but we've reached the point where, you know, the, 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 the petrol at the supermarket, they've got a little dial to turn it up and down according to their costs. And in the supermarkets, all the costs have a little digital display. They can change that. So when their costs go up, everyone accepts you pay more for petrol, less for petrol, more for this, less for that. But we seem to be in this category where, nope, it is fixed. You know, it has been said, you know, we cannot change that. And I, I, it's a hard one because it feels bad asking for it. But on the other hand, you just know it's absolutely vital for your business because mm. otherwise you know the bank of in, in our case nick and martin is paying for the ppe yeah yeah, yeah. and what, think, what is a reasonable charge you know we you see it, it, it's a, it's a hard thing because the, the clinical time it's it's gone anyway you know half an hour to 15 minute orthodontic it's gone so really we just thought what we'd like is to reach the point where before in some ways, before things go back to not having to wear the gowns and the masks and, and dress up like we're going to the moon every time we do want to do an occlusal amalgam, we just want to find some way to pay for the stuff. We'll, we'll take the hit on the time, but we want some way to pay for the stuff. So we've got £15 and £30. It's probably ended up more people have paid the, the, the 15 or the 30 and it's probably more in some ways towards if you have an appointment where you're having a mouthful of implants, we're not going to ask you for a bit of money for PPE. If, on the other hand, you're popping in for a chat and a review and that was not an income generating appointment, that's potentially where we think, actually, it is fair that you pay for some clinical time, especially if you could have come in a month or two or three. And, you know, hygiene as well, because they're going to have to kind of get doled up and take everything on and off every few minutes. So, yeah. It, there's no 
I can't give you any science behind it or any numbers or a lovely graph or spreadsheet. It, it was what we thought would, would work. I think that's that's fair enough. I mean, I, I, I obviously moaned to Kelly when I got back and we were sort of discussing this and she's been doing the uh, food shopping alone. I think she comes back with food anyway. <laughs> um, and she said to me that it's it's rocketed and so that the the amount of costs for the groceries has, has certainly gone up and it's um and also with the masks i was helping somebody at the nurse that was not able to fit test them i said well you know have a look at the reusable ones so they went online to look for the same mask and it's gone up 30 pounds since i looked at it and that was two weeks ago so i think the difference probably is for us as well is we are in that room with that patient hands-on whereas the corporates such as the supermarkets and the online place where you get your pp they're not front facing so we feel it because we've got that emotional contact with the patient we fit it's a lot more personal having that conversation when you're asking for that please help us out we're trying to help you so please chip in a little bit so that we can carry on helping you and it does feel a bit more personal i think it's not like in a supermarket or a petrol station like you say where they can just go Mm. everybody accepts that but they don't always accept it unless you explain it and i'm sure that we're not all great at that mm. and will do you, do you have those charges within your practice uh, oh martin yeah. you're, up for still. you're still here um, you've left we, us we're sort of again having that little debate at the moment i mean i haven't been in enough to really um nail that down as, as what the charge is going to be and, and hence i'm sort of almost learning on the job here by you know talking talking to you guys um about what's going to be you know what's going to be a reasonable ppe charge you know i can see some places doing 35 pounds some of the corporates are, are, are doing that you know um i was thinking about 145 to ask is that <laughs> What? Is that all? Is that unreasonable? Uh, yeah. is, is that including fit testing for the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to reboot the room because I've lost uh, your visual feed, Martin. So I'm just okay. going to um, just see if I can bring you back. We can hear, okay? We just can't see it. So if I just reboot and then that. I, I don't swear. I can't see any of you. It's just me on my own in the three. So you need rows. to strike your cameras again. Oh, there we go. Ah. So we have lost them, haven't we? Can you not see me? Yeah. Okie dokie. Is that better? Can you see me at all? Will, have you got his. Uh, are you texting him? Yeah. Yeah. You should. If he just follows the link again, it should bring him back to us. So I don't know why his camera feed went off. But is that your texting face? That's my texting face. <laughs> so I stick my tongue out to the side and I'm concentrating. What do you do when you place an implant? What's your face then? <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop there. Let's stop there. Have you, uh, have you got aircon in your practice? Yes, this is this is another another topic that I wanted to uh, 
talk to Martin about because I think he's got funky yeah. airflow things and, and yeah. all that that sort of stuff. So what like are, that? That's the exactly that high tech. <laughs> so I think yeah, aircon yeah. Yeah, it's probably it's probably not appropriate, but that just reminded me. Was it? It ain't half hot mom where that guy used to pull the string and it used to waft over the. Uh, yeah. That's how old I am, Will. Oh, you know, old enough to have. Uh, that was that was yeah more uh, when I go to Greece in the eighties and stay in a hostel and one of the um, the big <laughs> yeah. propeller fans would yeah, be yeah. light yeah. above your head all night. Yeah. So where where Sorry, were we? I don't know what happened there. Uh, Sorry about that. No problem, no problem, technical issue. Uh, I was going to ask you, Martin, because, again, we, we've hit the other the other hot topic, which is your sort of fallow time. And also, have you got any sort of mitigating toys or things in your surgery to mitigate that? So um, I, I take it you've all been through the, I'm going to buy 50 air purifiers and then not, I'm going to yeah, buy five and then not, I'm going to do this and then not. And then <laughs> yeah. it, what, what's incredible is when this started, the number of companies that suddenly know my email address, I'm just like, how did you know I was looking at air purifiers? So you know, <laughs> that was the first thing that struck me. So in the end, we were, I, I think, We've got two practices. One we built quite recently, maybe two years ago. And when we built it, we put in this uh, this, this fresh air system um, at the time because the guy said, "Look, while you're here, it's you know it's not going to be a huge amount more. Why don't you do it?" And we said, "Okay, fine." You know, they're putting pipes everywhere. And we had the pleasure when he came in. We said, "Look, we're about to buy all this stuff." I said, "Can you tell us about this system that we've had here?" And he said, "Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If you go downstairs, there's a little button on the wall. If you flick it from this switch to that switch." What it does, it basically clears the air out of your room, you know, about 12, you know, something like 12 times, 12 times an hour if it's empty or up to 20 times an hour if it's full. So we were very lucky that we spent money when we built the practice. So that meant that our fallow times in one practice down to 10 to 15 minutes, you know, with other mitigating factors. The other one is similar because we've got ventilation so that the rooms don't have windows but we've got these fans that suck everything out. You know, it's, it's, it's a wall fan. They're quite powerful ones. There's a whole system that chucks it out the back of the building. So that's what we use in the other practice. So we've got 10, 15 minute fallow times because when we did the building, we put all this stuff in. We have bought a toy though. You know, if Will will know me, you have to buy a good oh, kit. You've got to have a good kit, don't you? That's what you I was know. fishing for. Like, you, you can't resist. But So what we've got is, uh, it's effectively like, it's called an ex extra oral suction. It's by AT. It's just, it's, uh, and, and, and that I I think what the reason why we went for that is we thought okay short term yep we might reach a point where the level goes up and we actually have people who are very nervous and if you're very nervous you can bring the big ET kind of thing that's going to remove all of the aerosol and also for our hygienist because we thought she's going to be in a room full of this stuff and we figured out it's the equivalent if you point it up of having an air filtration system and if you point it at the patient, you're kind of sucking everything out quickly. So we've got one of those. That's we've, we've got a fogger that we use, and the fogger we use probably sort of middle of the day, end of the day. But we, we, now that the alert level's gone down and everyone seems to be, and they can't fog 
Bournemouth Beach. So because they can't fog Bournemouth <laughs> Beach, we're not going to fog our surgery either. So with, with that in mind, I think the fogging we're, we're going to drop until the alert level goes up. But that that's pretty much it. Lots of gowns, as you've all got, you know, the reusable, washable ones. We've got ones that are like a shower curtain, which I feel, you know, which were, were not pleasant today. And we've yeah. got other ones that are a bit more breathable. So all of that sort of stuff. Not, nothing, nothing other than that. We, we really, I had to strongly resist the urge to buy an, an air purifier. I did, I did want one, but you know, yeah. the bank manager said no. <laughs> <laughs> they've got, they've got one in uh, one of the practices that I was in. They got the air purifiers. Hmm. So they got the big, they got the big one in the surgery, and they got a little one in the waiting room, and it has got the virus killer written hmm. across it, which is like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and a blue and a nice blue light to go with it. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I, I, I think what what you've done is uh, you've got all the toys, haven't you? That's fantastic. I like that. How, when you're when you're fogging, you're using uh, hypochlorous. Yes, we are. So we're using the pre-mixed. We we're using the pre-mixed. We we not not the tablet stuff because that's that that's uh, toxic. So we're using the pre-mixed stuff. Pour it in, and when you first use the fogger, if you put your hand too close, you think that the fogger doesn't work. You think this is more like a wetter. You know, you put your hand there, and it just ends up dripping wet. But you realise you need to be a little bit of a distance in order for the mist to develop, and it's. It, I have to say, you know, it, it's reassuring. It feels nice to have done it. That the high contact areas, so reception, blues, are where we'll, we'll focus it on. We're unsure as to if it will affect the upholstery of the chair. And all the manufacturers said, "Oh, don't put that near our chair." So, so the rooms are a little, you know, that that we spray and wipe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you about that, but you've answered it. Yeah, because yeah, I've, I've heard one or two people saying they're wiping afterwards as well, just because they're a bit worried about. The effect that it has certainly on the stainless steel the little bits they've got yeah yeah, yeah. And are you doing um sort of fallow period from hand pieces or ultrasonics going down are you kind of like starting the clock yes. and then yeah. ping and then change around and go yeah, yeah. so and what we've done is we've got our dentist to when they book an appointment they have to book in their fallow time as well this saves, you know, because otherwise you end up with your diary and then a block for fallow time, then your diary, then a block for fallow time. And when the patient re moves, if you don't move the fallow time block with the patient, you end up with a kind of strange thing. So that that's how we've tried to get around that one. That's a good idea. Yeah. Another yeah. idea I can steal from you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason we brought you yeah. along. Just like, oh, you know, yeah, let's nick some ideas from, from Martin. <laughs> we'll be writing this all down, Martin. Yeah, well, I'll <laughs> yeah, I, I was curious because you mentioned that sometimes you said that it, it and it does, doesn't it? You, you're doing a procedure and it turns into an AGP, and then then what do you do? Unless you've got the spare surgery, yeah. if you've got patients waiting and they're booked in, you, you know, and, and you've got an hour for some practices there, an hour. How, how do you manage that? You can't tell a patient they're going. You're sitting, you know, sitting your boiling hot car. You can't <laughs> for an hour, please. Um, so it's, I imagine that's going to be extremely difficult for some practices unless mm -hmm. they get that that sorted out in here so well, well done for that but i think the, the other thing that it's brought up which is probably i think this is why we, we had a week of like very very light bookings um was just to sort out you know when you're doing a procedure you have to decide what you're doing before you know you can't do it on the fly like you used to saying oh no, it's not a filling it's a crown it's a this it's now this is what we're doing can we get all the stuff out can we sort out what we're doing beforehand so that part has taken a little you know we're looking at the diary forward at the diary a lot more 
and really, really checking appointments rather than, you know, I think some people used to rock up to work and just say, okay, what, 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 what's it today? You know, <laughs> it's hard to work in that environment. Yeah. Are you um, phoning your patients up as well before or having chats with them before they come in? Uh, not phoning. Uh, we've got, we use a little thing called JotForm. Uh, so it's an online form and basically send them a, a questionnaire. And so having a look at that and then the ones that, that flag up any yeses, that, that's, you know, those people we're speaking to. And yeah. actually, I think just today, Nick sent me an email. We're going to add questions about about people who are shielding so i think we, we've got lots of questions but we need some shielding ones on there yeah yeah it's a good point it's all going to be very uh, sort of risk assessment heavy in terms of our paperwork isn't it moving forward staff and, and yeah, patients yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. i mean the, the other little thing is also we, we've, we use a note program called kiroku which auto writes your notes for you and on there, the first bit is the FGDP triage. So it helps you kind of go through those bits at the beginning. It's, it's, but it all takes time. It all takes just time. I mean, it sounds like you've talked about it and been through this yourselves. Yeah, I've not, I've, I've looked at that. I've not, it's the one Hannah Burroughs is. The, yeah, 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 yeah. But I've not, I've not actually used it. Um, it looked, it looked really good. And I must admit, a bit like your emails that you were getting for your uh, air filtration, I had a few emails back. <laughs> but um, with lockdown, uh, I never really got the chance to to investigate it. So, do you like that? Is it is it a good? I, I like that because it, what you realize is, some, you know, when you write notes, you write the same thing again and again and again and again. And the problem yeah. is you get caught out when you didn't write down the batch number or the this or grade the radiograph. So it just allows you to have all those things there and really quite quickly go through it. Um, you have to work at it when you first get it and customize your own templates. And there's a bit where I learned during lockdown how to make my own template. So that was quite good. So it, it just saves the, you know, the last thing you need at the end of a day of kind of AGPs is to justify each one and have to write a new sentence for each mm. one. So it's just a quick way of organizing in your head yeah. to get that done. So I uh, find it quite useful. That's probably really good. I mean, um, me and Will and Kate were talking about Wales uh, last week. Uh, not, not as a country, but just yeah. uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sea mammals. Yeah. And one of, the, one of the things that they've mentioned is that you're not allowed to have the computer in the room. Um, so they've advised that all the computers come out of the, the surgical room, which then, you know, can I imagine can be quite difficult. But if they had something like that, uh, I would imagine that'd help quite a lot. I don't know how they, I don't know how they're dealing with that because how, how are you going to look at radiographs that happen yeah. to be digital? You know, that, that, your CT scan might be handy during. Yeah. You know, you know, I, obviously, I know the two of you obviously have these photographic memories, so you can look at the scan and remember it bit for bit. But, you know, for people like me, you'd like to look at the scan while you're working. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't understand really how, how they can implement that and use that effectively. Um, I, may, I'm, I may have misread it, but I'm certain that I read the word no computers, you know, in, in the room. Um, so I, I, I will go back and double check just in case anybody's listening. Yeah, ours are covered in cling film. That's what we've done with them. Yeah, so yeah. The keyboards in cling, probably similar to you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolute, yeah. absolute sense. That, that, that's enough. Yeah, it's just the usual sensible precautions you've got to take. But you know, we we sort of touched on sort of the, the Welsh system compared with the English system, uh, didn't we? Last time, uh, we we probably went off on one a little bit. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm, although I'm from Wales, I'm very 
grateful that I'm not practicing there at the moment. Yeah. It, it just sounds well, you an absolute nightmare. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed in, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You can have that holiday for a bit longer. It just sounds like the, the Wales thing. I, I really, really, I mean, why is it when you go, you know, five meters across the border or half an hour across the bridge, it, it, it really, you know, you'd understand if you're an island, you know, like in New Zealand and the other island is a boat ride or a plane ride away, but it's, we, you know. we, we worked it out last week. It, it's all to do with the nasty viruses in Wales compared to the, <laughs> the, the soft, wussy ones that, that are in England. Okay. So <laughs> is this, is, I think there's some rugby coming in here, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, a bit, they're a bit tastier, see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's getting weaker though isn't it because we can we can social distance now to a meter because obviously the virus as you're breathing it it doesn't travel as far anymore yeah it's, it only gets a meter and then it's uh, that's it but it just poof, drops yeah it just drops straight down uh, well, I, I think it's certain environments dental practices it's done it's been to the gym is really on cue you know <laughs> bars pubs beaches it's it's really you know it's had a few to drink it can't be bothered it's feeling quite lethargic it's lying in the sun it thinks i can't i can't go a meter you know <laughs> i can't you know. oh. yeah. uh, brilliant. absolutely brilliant well since um since opening have you is it too soon to say have you changed any of your processes we we said the other week that you know as we go forward there are going to be some that people knock on the head if you like is it too soon yeah i think it is i mean i think it you know it's they, these sops are all going to be living documents aren't they and sort of changing rapidly and already everybody's got their own interpretation in terms of if i mitigate this factor then i can lop 10 minutes off you know in my fallow period and all that sort of thing I think you, you probably get a groundswell of movement within the profession that we've sort of touched before or possibly even ranted about leadership <laughs> or lack of it and how the profession has mobilized quite nicely, I think, in terms of researching the science. <clears throat> I suspect as a profession, uh, there'll be a groundswell of movement where people have researched it and will start, you know, maybe adjusting things like fallow period or when is an aerosol or how much PPE, you know, do we actually need? So at the moment, too early, really. We're going to, yeah. you know, we're just about getting used to, you know, 1.0 before we sort of move on to the, you know, two, three, four, you know, five upgrades and so on and so forth. Absolutely. So as practice owners, I mean, um, uh, Will and Martin, paperwork-wise, with with all of this, how much of your time would you say spent on on paperwork, as in in an addition to what it was like prior to COVID? Um, I think it's been mainly getting the SOPs out and getting that bit done was just you know because I think you know everyone people ask how was lockdown? A lot of lockdown was spent preparing to get come out of lockdown, and yeah. if at the end of it someone had said right, okay. Really, it's the 23rd of March. You're going to go back on the 8th of June. You need some plastic aprons. You need some washable gowns. You need some hats and you need some masks. And the rest of it will take care of itself. I would have had a really, really relaxing lockdown. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's the preparation, really, that has, that's happened before. So at the moment, not a huge amount. The furloughing, unfurloughing, refurloughing, it's required. Nick and I are probably talking, you know, probably daily for, 
there's lots of little things that turn up that need constant dealing with because it's mm. new and it's the first time and what do we do with this? For instance, what do we do with a new patient where it's a non-essential treatment who really wants it? What do you do? How, so th there's all of that stuff. It's it's mm. a lot of the time has been spent. I mean, the, the, the analogy I use is we had this nice house built of Lego and suddenly we were asked to disband it and throw all the pieces in different directions. We're now scrabbling around the floor of the kitchen, trying to find all the pieces and trying to build a completely new house. And you discover that someone's changed the shape that you're starting with and thrown away the instructions. So within all of this, you know, that, that's essentially what we're trying to do. So it's been really good to have the team with us. They've been very helpful, you know, the ones that have been back. Uh, a lot more, but but not a, not, not a huge amount more. I'd say probably maybe about an hour to an hour and a half per day of just other stuff needs to be dealt with on top of yeah. trying to fix teeth. And sometimes it feels like you've stood on one of those Lego blocks without any shoes on, <laughs> you know? You... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a killer. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think we, we spent an all, awful lot of time during lockdown probably looking at, or I did, what everybody else is is doing you know i'm a great believer in there's no such thing as an original idea so i'm quite happy to you know uh pilfer everybody else's stuff and and you, you could almost see certain um well one corporate in particular brought out a very extensive uh sop didn't they which uh -huh. you know i think formed the backbone of of a lot of people's sops uh, and, the, and the nhs guidance probably <laughs> yeah and then and then it was all kind of tinkered and a few people did a nice summary, you know, and I, I think sort of everyone sort of got those tinkered a little bit, you know, just did it to fit your own, fit your own practice and, uh, you know, bring it in that way. It's quite surprising, as you guys have just said, which I, I do know it's common sense during lockdown. At some point, you knew you'd be reopening. So quite clearly, you've used the time where you can to start the wheels in motion. It has shocked me, I must admit, and maybe yourselves, to hear some of the practices when they were told that we were going back suddenly go, oh, what have I got to do? When am I going to get my PPE? But I find that very difficult. And I mean, I, I do feel for their patients, I must say. I, I, I think it depends on, you know, different practices have potentially, I think, one of the things is overheads. If you're a small private practice in a market town with no other practices with less competition and a very, very loyal patient base, they're going to give you the time to come back. Whereas, you know, if you're a busy London high street practice with, you know, who's been paying your landlord rent all this time, you, you, an extra week of preparation is, you know, is, is more money in some way. So I think for me personally, it was the realization that every week you're shut is a week that you're not paying off this this debt that you're incurring. So that that was probably the motivating factor for for us as a as a business. Yeah. And then if you couple that on top of people, you know, once it went on a certain amount of time, people in treatment, you're thinking, okay, is that provisional bridge going to break? Is that you know how how long is this stuff going to last? Mm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps some think, people are more motivated than others, maybe. I think it's, a lot of it as well was the um, people felt safe. A lot of people felt safe prior to lockdown that the systems that they had in place were universal precautions, were adequate. So I think that when the new sort of guidance came out, for not all of them, but for some people, I don't think they were, they were then scrambling to kind of get that PPE in place and it had all gone. 
because other people had either brought it or donated it. So a lot of them were left kind of right, okay. And the timing of it, I think that if they'd have been given a bit more notice rather than on a ticker tape on the BBC and told, you know, this, this is where we're going to be heading. You've got a certain amount of time to start preparing. We think we're going to be doing this. That probably would have been really helpful for a lot of businesses. And also we've got the difference between the NHS and the private. So for those, I'm going to say poor people in the NHS, they, they can't change the prices for the patients, but they have to change the increase in the costs. In other words, they have to purchase that and take the extra time, but there's no more income coming into those practices. So they're in, they're in a, a rock and a hard place, I think. Very difficult. Me personally, well, I think for, the, for those guys, I, I, I think the mixed practices probably have it hardest because I think yeah. I think if you're a mixed practice who has a good NHS contract that's enough to kind of keep everything ticking over, but you rely on your private income for your really big ticket items, I think that's the difficult place to be. If you're private completely, you can open again and you know you can work it out yourself. If you're completely NHS, then you know, depending on your particular motivation, you might or might not want to come back. You know, you might wait for a fit test till october as I've, I've heard one rumor of one particular guy who said i'll wait for the fit test i need a fit tester so you know he's got a lot more netflix to watch yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> reach the end of netflix you know. so I, I think i think the mixed practices in the middle have been uh, uh, that, that's where it's tough yeah yeah it's very it's very true and i i mean there was an i mean i'm not going to rant again but the the bit where they brought out the ppe that you could only buy if you're in nhs practice um, which has now changed, I think. So there were three, weren't there? Tricare, little plug for your Tricare, um, the, and the other two. And, uh, <laughs> and you could buy it for your NHS patients, but if you're a mispractice, could you use it on your private patients? And, and I heard that discussion going on. I thought that was quite a, an interesting predicament, but I think they've changed that now and said, oh, sorry, we didn't mean that. You can all have it for all of your patients at an additional 30%. And that ended that conversation. It's the price of it, though. Yeah. yeah, it is, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it's like I said with the masks. I was, I was astounded. So from twenty-five pounds up to sixty, I think it had gone, which is you know a phenomenal hike. But yeah, you know people need them. People yeah. need them. Very much so. Very much so. So any plans, uh, different plans for the coming weeks, apart from the, the obvious, tackling it every day as you come? Any new, well, not new, but any uh, more treatments booked in that you haven't done so far, guys? I think we are probably by the end of next week be running pretty much all our services with slightly restricted hygiene. So I think <clears throat> probably just holding off on the ultrasonics um, for a little bit longer. But I think by and large, I think by the end of yeah, next week, I think we, we should be hopefully ticking all the boxes. Oh, great. It's great to hear, Will. I, I think with us, hygiene is the similar to you, Will. Hygiene is, is probably the, 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 the difficult part. And we've brought our hygienist back. She's just started today. Um, she's a hand scaling only. And, and what 
is going to be difficult is those people who want that clean mouth feeling that comes from using the profi and the ultrasonic and all they they're, they're not going to be happy and they're going to be like i don't care but i haven't got it and i want you to use it on me so that that that's a little battleground that that we we're focusing on next week yeah i think the other thing is just to try and get because everything is still a little bit up in the air. We're still learning on the job. We're still figuring out what to do on a daily basis. And we're still having to listen and change and listen and change and listen and change. And I think for, for those people who are quite happy and comfortable in that sort of environment where they can really, really adapt quickly, it's been fine. But we have some people who are really, really fixed. And I think just trying to help those people along and understand their particular concerns and try to work with them and get yeah. them to understand that you know this this only happens once every hundred years so you're unlikely to face another one of these but <laughs> this, that doesn't help you today good way of putting it though yeah. <laughs> this is true though it is certainly is well guys is there anything else that's burning that you'd like to I've, I've just got to get some branding in because martin uh, <laughs> carl always out brands everybody I, I i was i was looking at that and i was thinking why didn't i have that at the beginning of lockdown yeah all the all the webinars i would have done i i, I could have, I could have had a banner behind here i was gonna say if, if yeah if, you, if you've got any 10 dental merch now's yeah. your now's your now's your chance to get it up i there. i i certainly <laughs> don't it's all it's all online in, in an eco environmentally friendly way excellent yeah. i was gonna say let, let's see what i can dig out next week carl let's give him a real horton blast next week. <laughs> now, there, was, there, was a, there was a helpful bit of advice that came from hse uh either yesterday or today that 